Good evening. I'm Zach Callens with your KSOM Sports Update. The ACGC girls returned back to action on Tuesday night for their first game in over 10 days as they beat Ogden 67-17. And Coach Brad Bowler was proud of how his girls came out of the gates, especially because they hadn't practiced in over four days. I think it was a big victory just because we hadn't practiced since Thursday. So it was kind of a lot of see how we come out, you know. I figured we'd be a little rusty, and I figured we'd uh, have turnovers and things like that. And, you know, some of that, those things happen, but the girls were ready to play. I mean, I'm, I'm giving them all the credit on that because they just came out um, focused and prepared. And uh, they I think they were just so stir crazy from not being able to be in the gym. So uh, they did a great job with that. And uh, we rebounded the ball really well. We had a lot of offensive boards. So and then just getting good looks. I mean, we still missed some layups we shouldn't have. And we missed 10 free throws, I think. So, I mean, we definitely weren't at the top of our game, but it was a good start for not practicing since Thursday. This ACGC team has continued to hold teams on a leash on defense this season, allowing just 34.4 points per game. The key for the Chargers has been their communication, which has made that defense one of the best in the area to where they're averaging around 30 deflections every game. You know, I think uh, a lot of it is the communication that the girls have. Uh, we we really focused on that at the beginning of the season. And I, I was like, I got to hear you. I got to be able to. And now on the court, I don't always have to tell the girls like, hey, you should have been here. I see girls talking to each other like, hey, that time I should have I should have covered you or I should have um, taken a chance there. You know, we always say take a chance. You know, if you read the pass and you can get a deflection, deflection messes up offense. We uh, track deflections and we try to get 30 deflections a game. And if we do that, we know we have a great chance of winning. And uh, there hasn't been very many games that we haven't gotten 30 deflections. So, yeah, and then just being prideful in it. I mean, we talk about we want to hold opponents under 40 points. That's a goal every single game. I always say, hey, great teams, hold them under 30 here or whatever. So we have goals and we communicate and we just really focus on the defensive end, which helps us a lot on the offensive end. Seniors Kelsey Carlson, Emerson Van Meter, and Reagan Carney have all brought the team together with their leadership this season. Carlson averages around nine and a half points per game, while both Van Meter and Carney have averaged 5.8 and 5.2 points per game, respectively. While they may not be the top scorers every night for ACGC, their leadership and drive are crucial to the success for the girls' team this season. Yeah, I, our seniors, I tell you what, they're some of the best ones I've had. They're just so smart. You know, I, I remember at the beginning of the season, they they send me a message and say, hey, I want to, we want to talk to you. But it was just like their thought process on the team and their thought process on what we need to do. And it's all thought out and it's all what's best for the team. The captains, they have been, they always, they might not sc- always score the most points, but they're always everything for the team. And they do all the small things really, really well. So I'm, I'm lucky to have them. I couldn't ask for a better group. Uh, and they really keep the team together and they, they make the, practice and games enjoyable and i think uh the young girls would say the same thing that they really look up to them on friday the Chargers will be taking on number two panorama who is one of the top teams in the region this season the panthers are also currently undefeated at 13 and 0 and are leading the west central conference they're led in scoring by time botcher with 19 points and 5.7 rebounds per game this season the last time these two teams met was on december 15th when the panthers won 54 to 36 ACGC needs to hold time to below her average while also picking up the offensive intensity against one of the state's best Class 2A teams. 
That's uh, one of our team goals, actually. We uh, literally, we wrote down, we want to be Panorama this year. We know it's going to be tough, but, you know, they've went and beat Nottoway Valley at Nottoway Valley, and that's not easy. So big things and small things. Hey, you got to rebound. They're a great rebounding team. You got to try to stop time best you can. She's on a tear right now and take care of the basketball. Uh, those are the, the three main things that you got to focus on. And uh, if you can do those things and do them well, you got a shot. And that's exactly what I think we're, well, I know we're capable of that because first matchup, I think it was six points in the fourth quarter. I think we ended up losing by 16 or 18, but we had to foul and it got away from us a little bit, but we got to go in there. We got to compete and what a great opportunity for us, you know, make a statement. ACGC will take on Panorama this Friday, January 19th with a 6.15 p.m. tip-off. And moving from high school girls basketball to high school boys wrestling, the Audubon Wheelers swept the mats on Tuesday as they beat Clorinda, Southwest Iowa, and Tri-Center for the first sweep this season. When talking to head coach Tyler Christensen, he said that not only was it the only time this season, but the first time in his coaching career at Audubon. The team was pretty pumped. I mean, there was, there's some matches, some duels there where, you know, we necessarily didn't maybe win the most matches out of the matches wrestled, but having having a fuller lineup is half the battle when it comes to duels. And, you know, this is the first time since I've been coaching here in Audubon that we have won every single duel that we've wrestled that night. So it was pretty exciting, pretty pretty good culture shock for our guys. And, you know, it's something that they can strive for in the future. Audubon sweep means just a bit more when you take a look at just how young this Wheelers team is. They feature only five upperclassmen, which includes one senior, which means the rest are either sophomores or freshmen this year. To come out on top against some great wrestling programs means a little something more for the Wheelers. Uh, I think it means a lot. I mean, we're, we're a pretty young team. We're pretty green. Uh, we only got like four guys maybe on the team that has a significant, you know, uh, wrestling background in the sport. Uh, everybody else is pretty, pretty new or they're just a freshman in a tough weight class. So I think it's pretty excited for them and like their future here with our team and, you know, just getting everybody to stay out and keep plugging away. I, I think we got hopefully a bright future ahead of us. So winter break counts a lot of wrestlers hone in on their strengths and weaknesses with both winter break and the late snow break. It has helped a lot of wrestlers focus on what makes them successful. Chayton Sneed has come out out of the break looking better than ever. The freshman currently sits at 21 and 12 on the season and went two and one in the quad duel on Tuesday. Yeah, he's really uh, kind of caught fire here after winter break, and you know he's I think he's just got gaining confidence in himself. Freshman coming in this year at you know at a middleweight, he, I don't think he really knew what he could do or what he was capable of, and it's really starting to show now that you know he can, he can hang out with some of the top guys out there right now, and you know with his loss last night. I know it ended in a fall, but it, if you were there, watch the match. It was kind of a different story. We got kind of let the emotions get the best of us, and we did something dumb. But otherwise, we were in a decently close match with a really good uh, wrestler, uh, Freeberg from Tri Center. So, with young talent comes inexperience. But as the season has continued to go on, these wrestlers have started to learn where their strengths come into play. The basic moves have started to become the critical moves for the wheelers. You know, they're, they're really kind of this figuring out what high school varsity wrestling is. They kind of got to get rid of that silly junior high or little kids like the big moves, always looking for that big move. Because when you get against a good kid, they're going to know how to counter that. So uh, they're really reeling in on their basics and perfecting those things. And, you know, they're competing a lot more. I'm seeing a lot more competition in the room and a lot more competition on the mat. So they, they're getting a lot more fight. In them. The season is winding down as Audubon has just two duels and an Invitational remaining. Up next for the Wheelers is the OAB CIG Wrestling Invitational this Saturday 
for a quick turnaround. I'm really big when there's not much time really in the season left. You know, it's it's coming quick and there's really not much for us to install technique-wise. So we're really just going to focus in on what we know and making our skill level almost perfect at it if we can. The Wheelers get back in the mats at 10 a.m. this Saturday at OAB CIG High School. In the collegiate news, Drake guard Katie Denebeer was named to the 2024 Becky Hammond Mid-Major Player of the Year watch list for her exceptional performance this season. The West Des Moines native has averaged 19.7 points, 5.7 assists, 3.3 rebounds, and 2.9 steals per game so far this season. The junior was just one of 15 players that were named to the midseason list that represents just 14 teams in Division I basketball. She is joined by another Valley member, Caitlin Young, from Murray State to be named to the list. The Bulldogs will be hosting Murray State and Belmont this weekend for two MVC matchups on Friday night and Saturday afternoon. And speaking of upcoming matchups, let's take a look at some of the matchups taking place in collegiate basketball action tonight. In just a few minutes, the Nebraska Cornhuskers will be taking on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in men's basketball action at 6 o'clock, as the number 24 Iowa State Cyclones women's basketball team will be taking on Texas Tech in just a few moments. The Nebraska women's basketball team is hosting the Michigan Wolverines tonight with a 7 p.m. tip-off, as the Drake men's basketball team will be taking on the Illinois State Redbirds on the road for a 7 p.m. tip-off. Following all these games, you can find the recaps right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.